Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. Beautiful song indeed there. And of course, you know, um, it talks about the kind of friend that would lay down his life for his friends, you know. And that can only be the Savior, the Messiah, who can do that. But also, you know, he has put his mind in the... In, in in the lives of many of the saints. And uh, with this, I want to say to you, and thank you so much for regarding me as your friend, because I know you mean it in a way that my Savior means it, you know, that kind of a friend, you know. Uh, it says it is so unusual to have someone who regards you as a friend in that manner. So beautiful. According to the Lord uh, such a friend is able to lay down their lives for you. Eish, yeah. Neda, neda, neda. And thank you so much to Johan Els. And uh, he's back with you tomorrow, taking you through. Thank you for the joy ride, man. I call his show the joy ride. Thank you so much. And we are taking it on from here, uh, right through up to 8 and uh, Wednesday Live, the name of the show. Our guests are already on the line. Let me just uh, welcome them. Pastor Samuel Kabamba, the professor, is on the line. Greetings to you, sir. Yeah, greetings to you, too. Greetings to Muruti uh, Murake. And we thank God for this beautiful time he's given unto us. We'd like to also uh, greet all our listeners, people who've been there, uh, listening to us and also participating. And also say thank you very much to Radio Pulpit for all this. Uh, work that uh, uh, it's doing. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, of course, Muruti Muraka is also on the line. Greetings to you, sir. Welcome. Greetings, my brother. Thanks for the welcome. I take this time to greet you, greet Muruti Kabamba and the listeners and participants on this show of Radio Pulpit. I greet everybody in the mighty name of our Lord and our Savior. Amen. Amen to that. And of course, tonight, um, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful time, you know. Uh, remember that uh, uh, we have to deal with issues, man. Uh, remember, uh, th- there was a time when we were talking about, you know, um, the duties of the rulers of nations. And then we, we said we are going to take it to part two, isn't it, Baruti? We said, uh, yeah. <laughs> we said uh, we will take it to part two because, simply because, there is so much that um, needed to be looked into. So much that needed to be addressed. Um, so much that needed to be uh, really worked on. And... Uh, I said, you know, we are going to look into uh, the duties. And then we looked into them, you know. I remember we looked into them, you know. And then we said we will go on also and look into warnings with regards to leaders. I don't think that we will be able to finish this topic even tonight. (laughs) I don't think so. But uh, as the body of believers the body of the Christ, we need to speak about this. We, we really need to come back to our senses in a way 
and then look into what is being said in this you know uh, one of the things that we see is that there's so much warning with regards to injustice and oppression so much warnings and there's so much uh, rebuke when it comes to downplaying the man of God. Um, there's so much rebukings on the rulers when they overlook the aspect of um, family fellowships and the importance of family units. But we will touch that as we come to it. I don't think it will be today. But today I want to touch on warnings. Some of the things that we need to look into when we talk about rulers of nations. And what the word of the Lord is saying with regards to this. There's quite a lot of verses on this issue. Quite a lot of verses on this issue. One of them is found in Deuteronomy chapter 27 verses 19. And it says, Cursed is the one who perverts the justice due the stranger, the fatherless, and the widow. I don't know if you've been watching TV in the past 48 hours. I don't know if you've been watching, you know, the national broadcaster news, especially... I have seen pit toilets so many times today. And it came to me. And as people were lamenting, it came to me in that, hey, injustice is being done. And the Lord warns rulers with regards to that. The church should be able to say, we come against the, the stance of injustice. We don't have to become a political party, but we have to become, you know, prayer warriors, at least. To pray that there be justice to the fatherless, to the widow. And, you know, when we speak of the fatherless, it also goes with a, an economical connotation. Um, I didn't grow up under my father's care the only time I stayed with my father consciously so it's less than five years and all these years I've been on my own and I know what it is like to miss the father figure who can help when you, you need, I'm not saying my father was what 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 no he had his family and I understand that and I love him the aspect of missing out or is that of provisions or providences. And that is when rulers of the nations or rulers of the nation come in to help the fatherless, the widows, and the stranger. Isn't this spoken as the true religion of believers? And I know many people are going to say, now you are missing it. We don't have a religion. Brother, I will prove you wrong. And in First Samuel, also we see chapter 15, verses 26. Samuel said to Saul, 
I will not return with you, for you have rejected the word of the Lord. And the Lord has rejected you from being king over Israel. Another warning that the believers need to put across is also to warn the leaders not to reject the rulers, not to reject the word of the Father. Others say the word of Yahweh, the word of Yahweh, the word of the Creator, the divine word. And, and many people go to that extent where you see leaders swaying away over and over and over and over and over again. How many times have we had, oh, well, this leader grew up as a Christian? Well, that doesn't mean nothing. If leaders don't heed to the word of the Father, to the scripture, to the warnings and the promptings of the Holy Spirit, of the Father. And in Nehemiah chapter 5, verses 7, that's why I need to go with the word so that when you argue in your heart about this, then you are able to go back and revert and say, okay, this is what the body of believers should be doing. You shouldn't be starting political parties. You should be looking into this and, and actually... <laughs> okay, let me... But you shouldn't. Nehemiah chapter 5, verses 7, it says, After a serious thought, I rebuked the nobles and rulers and said to them, Each of you is exacting usury from his brother. So I called a great assembly against them, rebuking them. Doesn't mean you lord over them and you speak insolently over them with disrespect, but rebuke means to correct. In this sense, to correct. Psalm 110 verses 5 also, you can go and check it for yourself. The Lord is at your right hand. He shall execute kings in the day of his wrath. This is another warning that should be given. You might be enjoying your time. Oh, how long is it? Seven years. Okay. Sometimes six years. Even though they say ten years, you can be kicked out in five. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Be careful. Things to look into, you know, things to really focus on. It's very important to look into those things. It was very brilliant at times, and Murudimrak, I think, would uh, speak with regards to that when we had people like Frank Chikana in the office of the presidency. That there's some morality taking place because we know he stands with the Lord. the church also the body of Christ the whole body of Christ should be praying for the leadership yeah you can join the bandwagon of critics but it should be constructive how is a nation built through the morals of the word how is a nation strengthened through the promptings and the visions from the Lord. And that is what should be looked into. 
I trust as we do so, the Lord will bless you so much in a mighty way. In today's rush world, there is limited time for yourself. Your cell phone, however, is with you all the time. So why not use it? Visit our Radio Pulpit website with your cell phone and restore your soul. There you can find out more about Radio Pulpit. Download the Bible to your cell phone. Read Word for Today. And you can listen to us online. Just visit www.radiopulpit.co.za Especially developed for your cell phone. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. It's here. Radio Pulpit's new website is live. You can tune in at radiopulpit.co.za and enjoy crystal clear sound with just a click of a button or listen to our podcasts. Discover biblical truths in our daily devotionals and let our stories of hope inspire you. You can download our app on this new look easy to use platform. Find your favorite program, get to know our presenters and so much more at radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. You're at 657 AM. Radio carrying 24 hours a day. 657 AM. Right then, I'm talking to Pastor Samuel Kabamba and also to Muruti Karabomraka. And, uh, oh, am I the only one that is calling your surname correctly? I, I've, I've heard people over the years, and I include the professor, and I don't blame him, uh, when no, they say Muraki, it's actually Muraka. Muraka, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just like some of, some, some of uh, the other people would say uh, Professor Kapamba. It's actually Kabamba. Aha. Now, when you look into warnings with regards to leaders, we have seen a trend of leaderships. And please let us let us start to reason this as far as the beginning of the 1940s. Uh where leaders would be shifting bit by bit away from being associated with Christ. And I'm talking all over the world. Um, We've seen this trend and we've seen it culminating in the 1960s. Sorry for the history. In the 1960s where we saw the development of the hippie people. You remember those who were driving the, 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 the Volkswagens? Uh, uh, yeah, those kumbis, they would put flowers on them and then they would be smoking weed in the park. Woodstock, many people would remember Woodstock in, in London, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Great history there. And many things happened. And we've seen many persuasions and we've seen many superstars who came from that trend and were later killed. Um, but we've seen the waning off of uh, uh, really being aligned to to Christ, to our Heavenly Father, uh, the I am that I am. We, we've seen a wavering off instead of towards. Is it because of the sophistication of politics and Western civilization? I don't know, but, but we've seen that. And the only thing that people would talk, it's when they would put in their speech, God bless 
such and such a country uh, and her people. Doing gone. What say you, Muruti Muraka? Yeah, <clears throat> Muruti, the, that is the truth. That uh, the nations have served away from God and from His anointed one. And you see the, the, the sadness of this whole thing is that God warns us before. He will tell people you are going to do this. Mm. And then they, they profess and say, no, no, we will not. But then we as people tend to go that way. Now, in some, the second psalm, this is what the word of God says. Why do the nations rage and, and the people plot against him? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against Yahweh and against his Christ, saying, let us break their bands in pieces cast away their cause from us. Now, he who sits in the heavens shall laugh. Adonai shall hold them in derision. Mm. Then he shall speak to them, to them in his anger and distress them in his deep displeasure. Yet I have set my king on my holy hill of Zion. I will declare the decree Yudhevave has said to me, you are my son, today I have begotten you. Ask of me and I will give you the nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth for your possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron. You shall tear them to pieces like a potter's vessel. Now therefore, be wise, O king. Be instructed, you judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Please the son, lest he be angry, and you perish in the way. When his fury is kindled by a little, but a little, blessed are all those who put their trust in him. Now, this psalm is so clear that uh, 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 the rulers in the nation are going to choose their own way <clears throat> because they don't want the law of God. Mm. To them, the law of God is a, is, is a heavy load. They don't, to them, it's like they are chained and bound. Why? Because they want to do their own thing. They want to operate in perversion. They want to operate in corruption. They want to do all the things that the law of God tells us are wrong. That's why we saw, even from that period which you are talking about, mm. a, a very clear departure from uh, uh, the 
the, the, the Lord and from his Christ, from the anointed one. My brother, my brother, uh, some of these countries have been for a long while being uh, governed uh, under the precepts of God's law. Mm. But then all of a sudden it was like they were shaking off this that has been impeding them from going the way they were. And it has been called uh, uh, progress. That's why you will hear people calling themselves progressive. <laughs> and, and when you look at it, they are progressing towards what is their judgment, what is their condemnation, because all the things that they are rejecting are the things that God says, those things I hate. Those things I those things that I hate you do. Now they are rejecting uh, uh, doing the things that God wants them to do. Mm. This is what is happening in most countries, in most nations of the world, including our very own. And how do they put it in a nice way? They say we are separating state from religion. Mm. We are separating state from religion. All that what it boils to is, we don't want to be accountable to God. Mm. We want to be accountable to ourselves. Because even when they say, we are a government of the people, by the people, it is never like that. Mm. They will, they will hoodwink the populace to vote for them. As soon as they are in the positions of authority, all they care about is their own daily. Let me uh, 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 summarize by just giving you an example, which is also a current example. Look at the country called Afghanistan. Um, America went in there to, 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 because of what Bin Laden them has done, as they say. And they were saying, now I'm talking about the Americans, they were saying, oh, we are going to have the Afghan people to, to be free so they can, they can govern themselves. From the time you had the first person they called president, after the Taliban had left, up to today when the Taliban has come back and has kissed out that government, all those leaders. Remember, they were saying they are they are freeing the people. They are making sure that the, and the people were coming out to vote for them because women and, and especially uh, girls were concerned that they will have some freedom. What corruption was the first thing which. Uh, 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 was shooting high in those governments until America realized, no, we have to run away. And basically, America has left them in the like, ran away <laughs> together with the, 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 the alliance, allied partners like 
as uh, the UK and others. And, and if you look at that thing, that's making it to realize how those who are governing, those who go into the positions of governing, are only concerned about one thing, to make it for themselves. They can go in saying, we are saving you, the people. But they don't do that. Mm. Why? Because they are not accountable to God. Mm. They don't want to be accountable to God. Mm. I hear you. Quite clearly, sir, I, I hear you. The very aspect uh, of um, rulers, and today we are touching warnings towards uh, rulers, and uh, the whole theme is about duties uh, of rulers, you know, uh, of nations. Uh, if you have not uh, been following us on this issue, it started last week, then you can check the podcast. Jack has, uh, is doing a good job there to really podcast this. So you can look into that and uh, be able to check as to uh, where we come from with this. Pastor Sam, I'm going to bring this to you just after a jiffy, um, where we also have to look in some of the verses that I have read just after this. 6.57 a.m. Radio for Believers in Action. Right. Now, one of the things to look into, uh, in Nehemiah 5.7 says, after, a, after serious thought, after a serious thought, I rebuked the, na- the nobles and the rulers and said to them, Each of you is exerting usury for his brother, which means you are corrupt. So I called a great assembly against them. Okay, let me go back a bit also. First Samuel, uh, chapter 15, verse 26, I read it earlier on. Uh, but Samuel said to Saul, I will not return with you, for you have rejected the word of the Lord. And the Lord has rejected you from being king over Israel. You know, there are rulers who become rejected by the Lord because they've rejected him first. And and there's a warning that, uh, hey, don't reject the Lord, for the Lord will reject you too. You'll be left in your own devices. And Deuteronomy 27, 19, I'm reading backwards, by the way, says, Cursed is the one who perverts the justice due to a stranger the fatherless and the widow. We see the perversion of justice when leaders are moving away uh, from uh, the Lord. When they are moving away from the Lord, we see that. When I was growing up, and uh, I remember, you know, my first break to go work on television, I was about 19 years old or 20 years old. But it was my second year at university, I remember very well. And uh, there was this thing that is called epilogue. I don't know if you remember this. Murutimuraka, uh, maybe you would remember this very well. There were these things known as epilogues. It would play before they play the national anthem of the old South Africa. You know, there would be an epilogue where uh, there would be uh, a man who would be preaching for five minutes and, and he would pray. And this had been happening throughout until recently. Until recently, and when I say recently, until some 20 years ago or something, you know, and uh, where that has been pushed aside. I remember there would be producers who would be responsible 
for epilogues in the old SIE car. Um, and, and this was a very serious national issue uh, that there should be the speaking of that which is the word of God. Even though um, others saw this as a propaganda machinery, but the aspect of the word that was being shared meant quite a lot. I remember one time I was sitting with a friend of mine. His name is, is Giddy, um and, and as we were sitting, uh, after the epilogue, they would always play a song for 30 minutes. We were strangers in relation to Israel. And we started cramming that. We didn't know who the artist was. I only knew that when I became saved. But as a boy, you know, somewhat, somehow, the epilogues, even though I was watching them in passing, because they would be boring a guy sitting in with flowers and, you know, but the message would be getting in because the seed, the word is the seed. We don't see that. So, we reject the Lord, the Lord will reject us if we are rulers. We should be careful. We reject the Lord as a nation, we might be a rejected nation. Uh, Professor, what comes to mind? Uh, thank you. Thank you very much for the question. Uh, you know, <clears throat> you know what you just said is so very, very important uh, if uh, we look at it with uh, uh, open eyes and understand really what, uh, uh, the, what are the implications of uh, having God being involved into our our governance and uh, in our day-to-day life. Uh, even the people do not uh, believe in him who are not Christians, but if they can acknowledge that there is a God who is uh, in charge of everything and take it from there, mm. you know, that should be a blessing to, to any country. Because mm. uh, uh, what, what people, I mean, I, I think also one of the things we need to look at is I mean, uh, the mistakes, uh, the mistake came from uh, from the from the Christians per se, because the Christians uh, for them uh, they kind of understood uh, misunderstood the whole concept about governance. Because mm-hmm. the Christian will tell you that uh, we are not of this world, meaning that uh, we, we are not concerned about the world, we're not mm-hmm. concerned about whatever goes on in the world. Meaning that uh, uh, if today uh, governments are changing and whatever they do. Uh, it's none of our, uh, our our concern. It's not our business. And we can continue. I mean, uh, doing whatever we do, but we don't realize that the Bible is saying that uh, uh, our well-being also depends on the way they lead us. Because if they if they are not okay, if they don't respect the law of the country, because as you said last week, uh, any constitution that you can see un- until now that uh, there there been quite a lot of introduction or there been some. Uh, few things that have been introduced into the, our constitution, but you see that the, every constitution has always I mean, a moral understanding, because they come up with a thing that will really uphold the country. They'll mm. speak value, they'll speak, they'll speak I mean, justice, they'll speak uh, things that when you would listen to any constitution of any country, you see, these really are, are, are upholding, they are encouraging, they are standing for liberty, standing for anything. But now, uh, because some uh, people have a tendency of forgetting about whatever, uh, whatever I mean, stands for them or whatever is, I mean, uh, is uh, as occur, whatever I mean, sustain them. People also have a tendency of forgetting about that and move on 
and uh, uh, just go with the trend. Whatever comes, they just jump into it and then follow. That we see that even when it comes to the uh, putting uh, uh, leaders in power, we don't consider much. We don't go into their morality. We don't check the morality. We don't check. I mean, if they they are truly uh, people who, uh, with a, with one mind, you know. We just choose because it's a certain person that they just introduced to us. And uh, we've been so shocked to find out in Christians, we go and vote anybody and we put them in power. And then at the end of the day, they start crying and say, no, uh, like today, we found that the person we put in power, because we are uh, tied with uh, the, the previous one, the one that we just given the power, we realize that he's not standing for our own interest, but he's standing for his own interest, or maybe for other people's interest. Then he says, okay, what is going on now? What do we do? Now, what am I saying here? I want us to go back to the understanding of uh, if Christians can uh, understand what the, what the Bible says, that we are here to occupy until yes. class comes. Yes. Meaning we are here not to occupy in terms of uh, on a spiritual level, but we are here to also occupy in a, on, a, on a moral level, to go into the, uh, the emotional level and to touch almost all the, all the departments, if I might put it that, or the domains of life. We need to touch all these domains of life and be able to, to influence in one or the other. Because if we have to, I mean, to, to, to bring the gospel to the world, I mean, we cannot just say, hey, you'll be saved, and then, okay, it's your problem. You can say that, I will stay here. No, we have now to also tie them so they may have uh, a moral kind of standing, even, even when they work for the government or work for, for some uh, institutions, they won't be corrupt. There will be people from, um, of uh, uh, right standing, and they will stand for the people, not for, not for their own sake. But today we, we find that I mean, uh, the leaders that are leading us somehow, somewhere, they don't have any regard whatsoever but when it comes to God. Because they will tell you, hey, this country is not, it's not a Christian country anywhere. I mean, I don't need to, I mean, to obey Christians. I mean, uh, if this country is not, you know. And then they come with all these things, then they can bring up all this stuff. Why? Because somehow, somewhere, those who are becoming leaders, they do not have people next to them who can tell them, who can tell them the truth. Because... Uh, when you see uh, uh, the, the Bible, when you go to the book of Second uh, uh, Second uh, Samuel 12, there's an instance here of uh, uh, this prophet who went to rebuke uh, David. You know, he had to rebuke him. You know, imagine you coming to rebuke a king. You know, that king can kill you at any given time because he's got the power. But if you can have that authority to rebuke him, meaning that uh, you understand where his power came from. Mm. You understand that the power that he has, he did not get it from, from himself, he got it from God. And as, as, as uh, Muraka said, that uh, uh, what, I mean, what people forget is they come to you and say, they come to us, you know, people vote us, you know, they come and tell you all these things. We put them in power, but the next minute they don't care. But they do not care. And funny enough, and that is even I mean, uh, sad on our part, because they use churches. They come to church and say, hey, you, they come to church, and we welcome them in our churches, whereby they can even speak to the congregation. And now they speak to the congregation, and we just encourage them to go and vote them, in, in a way. And then after voting them, they don't have a regard over you. You are the pastor of that church. They don't care about you because, hey, we are in power now. We can do our own thing. But now my question would be, you, you the pastor that have been somehow, somewhere, I mean, uh, uh, called to come to go and sit with the uh, uh, with those I mean uh, leaders who have called you, they've asked you for advice or they've asked you for direction. Why don't you go to them and tell them when things are not working well? Go and rebuke them. Mm. Why don't you go to them? It means somehow, somehow you don't acknowledge, you don't recognize the power that you have. 
you stay away from, you know. And, and, and this is something that, I mean, I believe, even us as leaders in, 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 the, in the churches, we've also become corrupt in such a way that, I mean, we don't have a say. Because we also, I mean, we, 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 are, we are afraid of saying, if I say this lady, I might lose my, uh, my source of income. Because I always get something from these uh, uh, leaders. If I decide today to, to become against them or tell them the truth, they might you know, get upset with me and then push me away. And that is a, that, that's a, a problem with many, many of our leaders. While we can stand and speak to the leaders and tell them, hey, what you're doing is not right. Because if you decide to go against, uh, against God, you need to understand one thing. You are just digging your own grave. Mm. Because people sometimes don't realize. You know, there are some principles that have been put uh, from, for a very long time that you cannot go, uh, you cannot go I mean, uh, against them. I'll give one example here. You know, when the Bible says uh, that, I mean, uh, it told Abraham, it said, whoever is going to bless you, I shall bless you. Mm-hmm. Whoever is going to curse you, I shall curse, I shall curse you. You know, sometimes we don't see, we don't see that, uh, uh, that implication. Mm-hmm. Because Abraham, Israel came from Abraham. Somehow, somewhere. I mean, whoever blesses Israel, in one way or the other, is blessed. Whoever I mean, curses Israel, in one way or the other, is cursed. Because this is a principle. Now, somebody will say, hey, we are not Christian, but the truth of the matter, we are not Christian yet, but the principles of life, the way God has put them, they will remain. That's why today, a small country like Israel, up there, many countries in the world are trying to destroy that country. They are trying to bring it down, but they never, they never succeed. Why? Because that country has been established by God himself. And if you need to understand that, if there's a country in the world what everyone is kind of looking at, everyone is kind of focusing on, if everyone wants to know what is going on in Israel, as that now, the mistakes that have gone, you know, we are talking about all these things, because the mistakes that have gone, I mean, not, I would say, I mean, the way that these people sometimes, when they do to realize that I mean, they are also part of God, they can involve themselves into things and then I think they start crying. You know, Israel says, okay, we are the leaders. What did they do? They decide to, I mean, to, to be the first people to vaccinate the whole country, mm-hmm. or maybe 90% mm-hmm. of the people. Just to find out that whatever they did did not work, and now they want to go for another door. But somehow, somehow, what, I mean, what am I saying here? I'm saying this. That, I mean, uh, when people don't realize that I mean, uh, I mean, the, the leadership that you've received is from God, and then you decide to do your own thing, you'll get your place by you're going to be rejected, be pushed away, and the Lord won't have a say into your leadership. People will cry and say, God, where is God if people are dying every single day? Where is God? Mm. God is somewhere they're watching you. Why is he watching you? Because somehow, somehow you, you don't involve him into your affairs. Mm. He's far away from your affairs. What do you want him to do? To come and support you, to protect you. Some people will say, you know what, I mean, we want to, for, to, for, for vote. We want God to give up these leaders. But the question is, I mean, is that leader for God? Are you or for God? Or you want them to decide anyhow. We see people coming on TV, some, uh, some so-called prophets, who come and uh, make for interest sake. They will come and send them and prophesy, you know, the Lord has spoken to me. Is this man going to remain in power? Like we saw in Zambia. Uh, there's some prophets who came and prophesied that I mean, the, the current <laughs> president will be, will, will be, uh, will keep power. Just to find out that I mean, the current president has been kicked out of power. <laughs> now you ask yourself a question. How can these people respect us if we come in with all these I mean, stories? Because you come to the place of saying, what are we saying? Is God telling us something or not? Because you said something today, and then the next week will be discredited, 
and nobody will ever come to any respect because say, this pastor or this prophet, they prophesy that I mean, this, uh, our current president will remain in power, will give people hope, and the, ne- the next thing, uh, our, uh, that president is beaten for more than millions of votes. Now, uh, what do you do? Are you going to take being, I mean, uh, there's been uh, some uh, 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 cheating somewhere? No, you won't say that because this is clear. It's clear victory. <laughs> That's it. These are things that, you know, we need to stop doing that because we have been discredited our position as leaders, as people from the church. At, I mean, at a certain point, we, we reach a place whereby people cannot respect us anymore because you don't have a say. You know, I love this uh, man. I will say it because anyway, he has done something that I really, I, I, we need to commend that man because when somebody does something like that, you need to commend him. I'm a, our, I'm our chief, uh, our chief justice. I don't know if you see there because this year I don't hear him. Yes. Uh, yeah. You know, the man stood and said, "Hey, I'm not. I'm against this. Things are not going well. The way you know, somehow some of us have said, let's open our eyes. What is this man saying? Mm. He stood and he spoke. Mm. And after saying that, somehow, somewhere, something happened in India. Uh, they've been. I mean, uh, one. I mean, a factory burned. People say, "Oh no, we need to sue him because." He's the one who went there to burn that thing. No, he just declares the word, mm. the word of God. And then by looking at that, he should have said, these are the men of God that we need to see. Mm. These are the men that we see. In the country here today, in our country, if today we can talk about corruption, it's because of people like him. Because they stood and said, no, we are not going to let anything that go just like that. We need to not to tackle corruption. And today we can know that this person is corrupt, this one is corrupt, based on his standing. And if today Christians can come back to their position, we will be given that mandate, we will be given that authority to go and rebuke, to go and warn, to go and speak. It does not matter who you are, if you are, if you are a Muslim, as a president, if you are whatever, but we have the power to tell you, hey, these people, they don't belong to you. They belong to God. Absolutely. You need to lead them properly. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you just tuned in, man, we are talking about warnings to rulers. There's quite a lot that uh, the, the, the Lord is saying with regards to warnings to leaders. We need to be careful about this because sometimes I feel um, uh, that uh, we, we become complacent in a way uh, in that we would like to become correct in the eyes of men and not in the eyes of the Lord. I, I don't know why we make that kind of compromise. Uh, but it seems to be what is taking place, mostly. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co. It's good for you as our listener to know about Radio Pulpit's activities. Or do you need advice in an area of your life? Then why don't you log on to www.radiopulpit.co.za. Here you can talk to us, listen to us via live audio streaming, and there is also other reading material for the soul. What are you waiting for? Visit the Radio Pulpit website right now. www.radiopulpit.co.za Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. There is radio and radio, and then there's 657 AM. Can you hear the difference? Yeah, you must, you must. Now, we, we are looking into the very aspect of uh, 
warnings towards those who rule countries, towards those who rule the countries. Uh, those in power, what the word of the Lord is saying, so that we also know our stance. Uh, that is why you were able to hear also Pastor Sam uh, really turning you know, towards us and really pointing fingers at us as believers with regards to our stance. Is it according to the word of God or has it gone the other way around? And now you can send us your WhatsApps and tell us how you feel about this topic, how you feel about, you know, warnings towards leaders. Can you say without a doubt, with all the mega churches and mega pastors and mega prophets and mega bishops that we have, that they are getting um, a fair warning, you know, and uh, that they are interacting in the rightest of ways. I have seen pastors whom I thought were interacting, rejecting the interaction and saying, no, we are not. We are actually being kicked out. We are actually being rejected, outplayed in a way. What to do when it is like that? We go back to the Lord. We pray. We plead to the Lord for mercy, for repentance, for time is short. And when you look into this also, you would see uh, in Proverbs, and, and then I'll get to Psalms, I'll go back to Psalms. I just want to read something on Proverbs. Chapter 16, verses 12, it says, It is an abomination for kings to commit wickedness. For the throne is established in righteousness. Um, and, and, and this implies also uh, the rulerships of nations. It is an abomination unto the Lord that you see those in rulerships committing wickedness. Because those rulerships are actually established in righteousness. And the word speaks also, it says in Proverbs 28, verses 15, like a roaring lion and a charging bear is a wicked ruler over poor people. The state of people becomes more and more worse than you know what kind of ruler you have. And then you go back also to Psalms 110, verse 5. Um, I, I, I read it, but I, I just want to read it again. The Lord is at your right hand and he shall execute kings in the day of his wrath. If they are not warned, some rulers may die in their sins and their blood would be asked from us. What comes to mind? Remember, before you, you talk about it, let me give people the numbers. You can give us a shout, talk to us directly there. 012-333-8699 or 012-334-1322 You can talk to us also there. Let's hear what you say on this matter. And of course, you can send us a WhatsApp. It's 82 2729 and also the telegram line it's 082 2729 also the the whatsapp you can send a voice note also and uh, tell us what should be our stance with regards to warnings that should be given to those who rule the nation whoever it can be 
whoever it can be. It doesn't necessarily have to be geared towards a political party, but whoever it can be. What is our stand with regards, with regards to warning them? You can give us a shout. You can send us a WhatsApp. Moruti, what comes to mind? This very aspect is saying it's an abomination for kings to commit wickedness for the throne is established in righteousness. You know? Uh, it's, it's, it's important to actually take heed to these words. Moruti? Uh, in, in, in Isaiah, Moruti, in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 and 7, it says for us to us a child is born. Yeah, Muruti, okay. Muruti, I don't know if I, I'm not hearing you clearly. Are you, are you on a device? Yes, can you hear me? Yeah, it, it really distorts a bit, you know. Okay. Mm. Uh, can, can you hear me well ab- now? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I can hear you, sir. Okay. Now, I'm reading here I, I, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, it says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. The government is upon his shoulder. The government hey. is, belongs to God. Yeah. And verse 7 tells us why. It says, of the increase of his government and peace shall there be no end. Mm. And uh, the throne of David, upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom, to order it and establish it with judgment and with righteousness for, from now and even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Now, we see there that uh, government belongs to God. It is God's presence. Yes. And, and, and the throne, the, govern, the government is built upon righteousness and judgment. Mm. So if, if, if those who have been placed by God's authority, delegated authority, uh, at God's pleasure, they become wicked. That's why it's an abomination to the Lord. And Proverbs chapter 21, verse 1 says, The king's heart is in the hand of Jehovah. Like the rivers of water, he turns it wherever he wishes. If, if those who are in government don't understand that the very center of government is in the hand of God, and he's the one who's telling it when he wants to tell it. Now, if they operate in wickedness, they are contradicting God. And they are rejecting his direction. And earlier on, one spoke about the law. Because the law has been given. One of the things, when, when, when kings were being set up, God said, let them have the, a copy of the law and read it daily. It's in uh, Deuteronomy chapter 17, verse 18 to 20. They were supposed to, in other words, those who are in government ought to know the law of God and operate according to the law of God. If they reject 
Yes, they are rejecting God. If they operate in uh, 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 corruption, they are rejecting God. They are working against Him. Now, speaking to those who are born again, those who are children of God, mm. Psalm 82 says, God stands in the congregation of God. He judges among God. How long will you judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked? Mm. In other words, we who are born again ought to know this thing, that God does not want unrighteous judgment. And then, why? Because he says, defend the poor and fatherless, do justice to the afflicted and needy, deliver the poor and needy, free them from the hand of the wicked. This is what we should be uh, uh, daily knocking at the doors of government and saying, are you defending the poor? Are you doing justice to the afflicted and needy? Are you delivering the poor and needy? We should be pressurizing them on this. Why? Because we, 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 we show them the word of God. We say the word of God says this. We are not saying be Christians. We are saying God who rules the heavens and wants you to rule this way. Mm. And there is no Christian government. There is no Christian nation. Uh, 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 Christians are people who believe in Jesus Christ. Mm. But a nation and its government should obey the true living God. And Christians in that nation, we are, we, are, we are bound to pray for the government in line with the will of God. Number two, uh, 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 live as people who are under the grace of God. Number three, we ought to speak truth to power so that they can actually know this is what is expected of them uh, uh, by God. Why? Verse 5 says, they do not know, nor nor do they understand. They walk about in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are unstable. Because God says they are walking in darkness, they should be helped by the sons of the Almighty. Mm. Verse 6, I said you are Elohim, and all of you are sons of the Most High, but you shall die like me and fall like one of the princes. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for you shall inherit all nations. It's going to happen because he has already arisen. Mm. He has been resurrected. He's coming back and all the kingdoms of the earth will become his kingdom. His, all kingdoms are going to have to stand before him and account. How did you, who did you represent? Because government is my preserve. Government is my character. How did you govern? Did you govern according to wickedness? Then it means you're a rebel, like Satan. So you belong with him. Although I did not create uh, the lake of fire for you, I created it for the devil and his angels. You'll have to join them because when I gave you the responsibility as my servant, because Romans chapter 13 says uh, 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 those authorities are servants of God. I made you my servant. You rejected uh, my way. You rejected to, to, to govern the way I wanted you to govern. Hey, yeah. It is said. It is said when things culminate into that. 
We're taking your calls. You can give us a shout. Talk to us directly there. 012-333-8699 and uh, 012-334-1322. What is the stance of believers uh, when things are like this? What the Word of God says and uh, what is it that comes into your heart with regards to this? Um, and the warnings to rulers, do you think they heed to this? Do you think they even heed to this, you know? Um, you know, one of the things that I once heard from someone who is in those highest positions was, Ish, I wish many of us would be listening to what you are, you were saying on air, but very less of us are listening. I said, but you can tell them to listen. You are the, the big guy. It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to, someone to listen to us. And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text? Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression, or anxiety, speak to someone who cares today. Send a WhatsApp message to 64 530 6805 or 074 Our I Am Youth Counseling Team, Charles Dudoy and Danny Vambili, are ready to connect with you today. At Radio Pulpit, we love the interaction we have with our listeners on all the social media platforms. It is also our way of giving everyone a voice that can be heard all over the world. Unfortunately, we have been experiencing huge difficulties with WhatsApp for a while now, and we are now forced to find a viable alternative. That alternative is called Telegram. Telegram is an app that works exactly the same as WhatsApp, and it uses the same telephone number as well. All you need to do to be able to chat with your favorite presenter is to download the Telegram app onto your phone and send your message or voice note the same way you always did. We will then be able to receive and answer your message faster and the privacy on this app is much better too. So, whether you have an iPhone or an Android, the app pick is a white paper plane in a blue circle. Please download the Telegram app right away and make life easier for everyone. Become active. Active in faith. 657 AM. 657 AM.